Hello, and welcome to the world we live in, Parareality Crossover Dogman episode. <laughs> What's going on, man? Oh, man, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, yeah, it was an uh, easy drive. Yeah, through a lot of back roads. Back roads, see yeah. a lot of Tennessee that we wouldn't normally get to see. Yeah, exactly. Got, uh, got tailed by a few, um, by a few pickup trucks. Mm. But, I mean, that's, that's Tennessee for you. Yeah. Yeah. Dangerous um, driving. Yes, exactly. Well, this is the uh, this is the hotel room uh, recording <laughs> session. <laughs> we are uh, out of the secret bunker and into a hotel room. Yeah, that sounded not weird at all. Yeah, but... not weird at all. <laughs> Just two dudes in a hotel room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, recording a podcast. Exactly. Surely, there's nothing. No one would think anything yes. strange about this. No, 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 that. not at all. Not at all. Especially not that dude looking through the window right yeah, there. Yeah, not me. the people walking yeah. by. Yeah. Speaking of people. I know you didn't, but you were uh, unloading your gear from the car. Yeah, yeah. And there's this real sketch dude that came out from one of the uh, rooms that's like on the first floor. We're on the second, so this dude was coming on the floor. Dressed all in black with a black hat, double pistol shoulder holster. So I saw the shoulder holster, but I didn't want to stare at him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was trying not to. I couldn't help it. But you had, you know, one pistol under each arm just hanging out, flapping in the breeze. And I think he had a knife and maybe another pistol or something on his belt. He had a belt full of shit. I think they call that strapped. Yeah, he was definitely yeah. strapped. Yeah. And the first thought that came through my head was... I wonder if he's going to be at the convention tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, mean, the lady at the front desk told you that there were a lot of people here for the convention. The hotel was full of people coming to this convention, so the chances are yeah. high. I mean, he looked like someone that could be hunting Dogman. Yes, yes, yeah. I mean, you know, look, if you're hunting Dogman, you probably have some self-protection. If you're smart. Yeah, and he had multiple self-protectors going yeah. on there. Yeah. Let's just say he was carrying a couple permits with him as well. <laughs> sure, yeah. yeah. It's probably, well, you know, Tennessee's that constitutional. That is a constitution, yeah, constitutional. Carry carry. state, yeah. so you don't have to have. I have the, the constitution permit. and the second amendment. That's yeah. my permit. <laughs> yeah, well, I, uh, I also saw as I was going to get my water and grabbed a cup of coffee there, I went to the lobby and there was a dude, I don't know if he was, again, don't know if he was here for the conference or whatever, but... That he got out of a uh, one of those the pickup trucks with a paint job is like it's not shiny like a typical car yeah, yeah. it's like matted over mm-hmm. where it looks like rough and there were like these handprints on his window just it could I don't know could have been his kids but it was a weird vibe like legit hand like not like nothing that was like no no not like dog man handprint or anything like but that nothing that was like painted or like no part no of it the, wasn't painted the, it was just like, like someone had it was like the window was dusty and that someone had just mm-hmm. like done like six handprints on the outside of the window. on the outside oh, okay yeah it would be really creepy there on the inside on the inside of the would window have been strange yeah just yeah. like streaked across the inside yeah yeah but mm-hmm yeah, that sounds definitely like someone that's going to be at the convention tomorrow. <laughs> yes, pickup truck, matte black. Yeah, it sounds like mm-hmm. it. Multiple gunware. Yeah, this yeah. is this is going to be great. <laughs> Starting meeting meeting my expectations. I can't um, wait. 
But I, I am very excited. I am very excited. There's some some very good speakers. Yeah, yeah. Um, Nick Redfern. Yeah. Uh, Ken Gerhardt's going to be Gerhard. here. Yep, yep. Yep. Yeah. I'm... Uh, I almost met him once. Okay. Once. Just once. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it is my first paranormal convention, so I'm very excited. I know you've yep. been to a couple. I have never been to an actual, like, paranormal convention, um, I've been to a couple of alien cons, which was, we were talking about it in the car on the street yep, down here. Yep. They were freaking awesome. I, I don't think this is going to be on that caliber, you know, simply because these people don't have the, the money and the, the high profile people. But I am very impressed at the, some of the names of people who are going to be here. And yes. I was at uh, a year or so ago, I was at a, a UFO convention, the Wonderland UFO Festival in San Antonio, Texas. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember you telling me about yeah, that. Yeah, that was very interesting as well. I got, uh, I made a couple of uh, contacts there that I've been trying to get on the podcast, but uh, it just hasn't worked out. So that's probably not going to not gonna be, but yeah. yeah. It's a numbers game. It, yeah, it is. Yeah. 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 Um, so we were looking at, uh, I had brought with me the Real Wolfman Encounters, True Encounters, or sorry, Real Wolfman, True Encounters in Modern America by the legend Linda Godfrey. Linda S. Godfrey. Yeah. 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 Good read. I've, I have that in my library. Yes. Yes. It's, I would say it's probably one of the more popular books on mm-hmm. the topic. I know she's, yeah. that's her like main focus. So yeah. she's written a bunch of different books on, on the is, Wolfman dogman. Yeah. She is the definitive like source of information, yes. the definitive yes. expert on dogman. Yep. Very true. Very she might've even coined that phrase. I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised. It's a good, that's a good question. She very mm-hmm. well might have. Um, and then you had brought with you, one of your favorites. Um, remind me of the title. Three Men Seeking Monsters by the legend, the <laughs> legendary Nick Redfern. It was written in 2004. Yeah, yeah. It's about him and two of his best friends over in the UK. Right before he made the move here to the States, they wanted to have one big final adventure. So they rented an RV for six weeks and traveled the the uk investigating mysterious sightings ufos uh cryptids hauntings stuff like that and it's just a a tale of them basically uh traveling the countryside uh getting drunk and uh, monster hunting <laughs> that sounds incredible it, it's yeah. a great book man sounds like the best gap year ever yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is it is a great book and the the whole reason i bought it is because uh nick is going to be yeah. at the at the convention tomorrow and I'm hoping I can run into him and slip him a five dollar bill and say, "Would you, would you please sign this book?" I hope so. No, that would be, I mean that would be incredible because you you are a huge Nick Redfern fan. I am. Yeah. I've interviewed him on yes. Parareality before. He's a great interview and a freaking book writing machine. I've read several of his books. I mean, he pumps out like at least four or five books a year. I mean, he's just constantly writing and. He he tells a good story, you know. He's got a good uh, a good writing style, um, and I, 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 of course I haven't read all of his work, but uh, I've read a lot of it, and I haven't come across anything that I haven't liked so far. Yeah, same. I I've not read any of his books, but um, 
he writes a ton for Mysterious Universe, and I'm mm-hmm. always looking through their yeah. stuff. He's like they a have, regular contributor. Yeah, yeah, they have such a huge catalog of work. So, mm-hmm. um, I've yeah, it's you're right, great writer, great flow, uh, great storyteller. So, yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, have you have you seen any Dogman movies or like Wolfman yeah, movies? Yeah. 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 So, um, I saw. I've seen one. Of course, a lot of them are real stinkers. Of course, you know. Yeah. Uh, they did make a movie about the Beast of Bray Road. I mm. saw that. That okay. was. That was. Uh, I don't even remember who was in it. Some no names, not worth mentioning, and neither was the film. Uh, of course, you know you you got to put the Howling in there and American Werewolf in London. Those sure, are the two sure. two of the best. If I had to choose between which one is like the best werewolf movie, uh, I don't know that I could could pick between the two because yeah. they are so awesome um all of the other howling movies after the first one are shit i wouldn't waste my time okay uh the one that has um oh god i can't remember her name now she's a, she was a really uh famous 80s cheese actress hmm. um she was Super tall, good-looking, exotic, big breastuses. Mm. She was famous for starring in a lot of uh, '80s B flick, uh, okay, horror yeah. movies where she got naked. Oh. She was in, I think, Howling Two. Yeah, I think. How um, I'll remember her name after the podcast is over with. Of yeah, course. yeah, but of course. Anyway, that's worth it only if you want to see her naked. Um, the bo- at the booby bungalow. Yeah, at the booby bungalow. Exit six on I sixty five South, <laughs> right before you get in to Alabama on the Tennessee state line, buddy. Yes. I mean, I don't know. I, um, I've just heard. We I've never heard it's a good spot. Actually, uh, been. Yeah. yeah, we read some reviews that. online. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I've passed by it a few times. Yeah, That's of it. Course, yeah, of course, of yeah. course. But yeah, uh, the Howling and and American Werewolf in London. If you haven't seen those, you really need to see those. Uh, and Dog Soldiers. Oh, I've heard. I don't think I've seen that you one. You have not seen Dog Soldiers. I don't think no. Um, Holy crap, man! It is a. It's either a UK or an Australian film, something like that. It's not American made. It is freaking awesome. Okay. It. Uh, it's. It's. Uh, God, when when did that come out? It came out probably around 2004, 2005, somewhere around in there. And it was hailed as the, you know, the the next howling, the next American Werewolf in London type deal. It was it was that good. The special effects in it were great. The story was a really good original story. It had really good action and, and decent acting. You got to look up Dog Soldiers. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, 2002. 2002. Okay. I was off for a few years. And uh, there's also this one, this stinker of a movie that came out sometime in the 80s called Metal Beast. Metal Beast. Metal wow. Beast. Okay. Yeah. It's a, a government science experiment on a werewolf, and they m- somehow meld his skin with some metal or something like that, and he turns into like some indestructible werewolf killing machine, the best I can remember. Yeah. Metal Beast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. If you want like an hour and a half of your time that you'll never get back. Yeah. That's that's it. it. That's it. (laughs) Love that. Yeah. Uh, There was one that came out this year. I don't know if you saw it. It was called The Cursed. 
Hmm. Yeah, it, it's it's pretty good. Uh, it has one of the actors from Yellowstone, uh, the um, one of the female actors. I I, I haven't seen Yellowstone, but um, she plays the she plays a wife of this British landowner, and basically th- him and these other aristocrats um, kick these gypsies off of their land, and by kick them, I mean they slaughter them all and oh. murder them, and the gypsies put a curse on the land. Oh, and then basically it's like a it's like a werewolf curse. Okay, and if you uh, if you put these um, basically if you put like the it's like the uh, the mouthpiece of a werewolf. Mm-hmm. It will it, it sort of like possesses you, and if you put it in your mouth, you turn into the werewolf. Well, that curse werewolf, curse seems yeah. like it's pretty easy to overcome. Just don't put the thing in your mouth well there's like, like this whole smash other- it with a hammer into bits and <laughs> curse gone yeah there's this whole other thing where there's like uh there's like a scarecrow in the fields and it like possesses the kids and brings them to where the jaw piece was buried oh yeah and then and okay. then you know if you, if you get bit obviously you turn in you turn as well so Okay, um, but it's it's good. I mean, it's it's nothing great, but it's it's a solid. It's a solid, okay. solid one. Yeah. The cursed, the cursed. Yep, it's you know, a, it's British. There is a there was a, a early two thousands movie called The Curse. Okay. Um. Geez. Once again, I can't remember the name of the people that were in it. They're kind of like, eh, they were like B bit actors, you know, maybe gotcha. a few big roles here and there occasionally. But it was a werewolf movie. Mm. Um, if you've never seen Ginger Snaps, I've not seen Ginger Snaps. Oh my god, dude, <laughs> that's another great early two thousands. This is a female werewolf movie. Oh, okay. And it's got a lot of metaphors about uh, young. It's a about young teenage girls coming of age and oh. getting their first menstrual cycle and yeah. becoming sexually aware and interested in boys. It's, it's, it's a lot of undertones. It's, it's, yeah. it's basically a movie about female puberty disguised as a werewolf movie. Wow. And it is awesome. Yeah. It's really awesome. They That's made a, a definitely a different take. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they made, I think, two sequels. Uh, the, the, the others weren't as, you know, obviously as as mm-hmm. good as the first one, I don't. I, I think when they made the first one, they didn't make it with the intent of this is going to be a hit and we're going to make sequels. It was, but if you just look at it as a, that's a standalone movie and you don't really care about the other two, uh, it's great. It is really, really good. And of course, the it's about two sisters, mm-hmm. and uh, one of them <clears throat> is I think slightly, maybe slightly older than the other by a year or two. And she's the really good-looking sister. And then there's the the small, the little sister who's she's not ugly, but she's just like playing Jane. And she's you know, but neither one of these girls are very popular, so they're best friends with each other. And uh, the good-looking girl gets invited to a party. She's interested in this guy, and um, one thing kind of leads to another, and somehow she gets attacked. Oops, I accidentally get attacked by a werewolf type deal you know okay and uh she as she is becoming sexually mature and starting to go through that phase of her life she's also slowly turning into a werewolf wow and it is it it sounds just like the the concept sounds like really bizarre and out there and you think oh god this is some sort of weird hypersexual teenage movie but it's really not it's, it's, it's really not. It's, it's very well uh, 
written and, and directed and acted. And of course, the the girl that's turning into the world, her name's Ginger. Yeah. And so, she snaps. And she snaps. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> she literally snaps. Hence the name of the movie, Ginger yeah. Snaps. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Got it. That's a good one. Um, yeah, I've, 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 I, you are way more versed, and it's probably just because you're a bit older than me, but way more versed. Thanks, thanks than, for that. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> way more versed in the 80s and 80s horror and 90s horror. Yeah, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've not. I wonder why. I, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> go back to your previous statement. That was my, that was my era, dude. You know, it was your um, era. Yeah, yeah. Um, freaking blockbuster as a kid, man. Hell I, I, yeah. I was alive for the very tail end of Blockbuster. You yeah. missed a, yeah. the greatest cultural phenomenon. Seriously. One of them ever, man. I mean, it was a, as a kid, you didn't have, you know, I couldn't get in my car and drive to the video store or I couldn't, you know, rent shit online or anything like that. So as a kid, it was like on Fridays, it was a race to see if your parents are your best friend's parents, or some dude down the street, anybody that had a car, if they could get you to Blockbuster so you could get the movies first. You know? Yeah. And yeah. the good Blockbusters had multiple copies, of course, of, of every movie, but it was like the greatest thing ever to go right straight. You bypass everything and go right straight to the horror aisle. Yep, you know where you're going. And you just yep. walked up and down it. And, dude, you didn't pick a movie based upon like reading the back of the box and looking at the synopsis and seeing it got five stars from Rotten Tomatoes or whatever, you know, you didn't, you looked at it, looked at the cover art on the VHS box and the title of it and you go, that's the shit, I'm getting it. And you would take it home and it'd be just the worst effing movie that's ever been produced and you're like, this is awesome. This is so freaking awesome. Bad. Yeah, I, I remember. I remember going. Unfortunately, I missed the VHS stage, and it was all DVDs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but I would, I would, I would go through the, um, I would go through the video game aisle and basically convince my parents to get me like a war, a war shooting game. Yeah, yeah. But yes, Blockbuster. Uh, it's 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 crazy how fast Blockbuster faded. Oh yeah, the transition like was so fast like that yeah and it, it you know thanks to uh netflix yeah really, really. Yeah. you know yeah. um most people don't remember or, or, or people of a certain age won't remember but netflix used to be um they mailed you the dvds they mailed man. You. yep yep <laughs> and you kept them and and then return them back you know, oh, and yeah. the same thing with the games. Exactly, same thing. And the, man, when I was, um, I'm not gonna say growing up because I had already passed through school, but uh, there's a thing around for years called Columbia House. Okay. And it was a basically a subscription music service, like before Napster, before you know Amazon Prime and all this streaming stuff is. They sent you a freaking ca little catalog every month and was like, these are the albums that you can choose from from your plan. Mm. And you said, I want this album, this album, and this album, or whatever. And they mailed them to you. And you kept them. That yeah. was, I mean, you paid that you was know, deal. To, to keep them. And that's how I amassed so much of my music collection 
from the uh, uh, late, well, the mid-90s all the way up through the early 2000s was freaking uh, Columbia House. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's wild. That was the shit, man. Yeah, I've, uh, I've not heard that one. I should look it up. Yeah, I'll, I'll check it out. Yeah, I'm sure you'll go right to the computer and look it up right now. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was it was great. I mean, just and it's it's as someone of a certain age as I am to see how technology has progressed so rapidly. I mean, I think if you were to like look at someone like say my mother who was born in the late 40s for her first like say 30 years on the face of this planet technology did not in my opinion advance as rapidly as what it did for my generation because yeah i I agree with that you know and just think in 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 my short time on this earth we went from literally having landline telephones that were rotary dial you know that took five minutes to dial a phone number all the way up to you know cassette tapes then we progressed to cds then we have mp3s you know now there's no more physical media hardly at all no one wants physical media anymore everything wants some shit that can be stored on a cloud or in their hard drive or something like that and with the movies we went from not being able to see anything unless you went to the movie theater or saw it on TV to VHS and then DVDs and then Blu-rays, you know, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. now it's, like I said, there's no more physical media. I mean, you can still get it. Yeah. I still, I, I have a huge DVD oh, yeah. collection. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, you've seen it. You've uh-huh. seen part of my collection, yeah. you know. My wife freaking hates it. <laughs> but I love the... I just love it. I mean, I love to ha- be able to go, what do I want to watch tonight? I haven't seen this movie in a while. Yeah. You know, yeah. and there's just something about being able to say, I own it, and I can put it in my DVD player anytime I want to. Yes, yes. You know, I mean, I I get it. I can store it in a cloud somewhere and say, I own it, and I can play it on my smart TV anytime I want to. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but it's just, I don't know, something about being able to physically, it's my generation. I want to physically, I want to hold my shit. I want to look at it. You know, yeah. I want to read the back of the box. Yeah. You know, it's like a form. I don't know. It's more a feeling like you possess it. Exactly. Like yeah. you own it. I mean, that's uh, that's the way I'm I'm that way with, like, vinyls. Like, I, I, I like, collect vinyls. Yeah. Like, I, I that, something. I've seen some of your vinyl collection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you have. That's right. Yeah. Um, it's, 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 and I wasn't even, I wasn't even alive for when vinyls were the thing. But it's, yeah, it's like. It's just that nostalgic value, I think, mm-hmm. that people like. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. I, I, um, like I said, it's, 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 it's a total like generational thing. Yeah. Like, uh, books. You know, books, I have yep. a book collection, and there's still, luckily, books are still a thing. They still are. You know, yeah. and there are a lot of people who like to have physical books, and I'm, I'm one of them. I like to hold it in my hand. I like to be able to peruse through it. I like. Smell the pages. Yeah, you know? an um, old book that smells. Oh yeah, yeah it's dude. Just like, it's nothing taken like it. in everywhere it's been. Yeah, and I would love to have my own, you know, mansion with the library, you know, yeah, with the ladder cool. yeah. and, and and everything. I would love that, but I live in a in a, a smaller home, and I, I don't have the ability to have 
all of my books. And I did my my wife did let me buy a bookcase, and then she promptly filled it up with tchotchkes. <laughs> so I, I can't use it as a bookcase because it's got figurines and shit yeah. on it. But thank God for a Kindle. I never wanted a Kindle. Yeah. But I got one out of necessity because I can't, you know, now my books are stored on the freaking Amazon cloud or on my Kindle, you know. Yeah, I, I do love it. I, I, I will have to say I, I love my Kindle. Yep. Uh, but I still would prefer to have an actual book. Yep. Yeah, I get that. Um, <clears throat> sort of switching topics. What are you looking uh, to get from the conference? Man, I am looking for uh, two things. Yeah, I'm looking to gain some knowledge about dogmen and other cryptids that I didn't know about, and to hear some good stories from people. And I'm also looking for attendees who are there who have a story to tell that may want to be a guest on the podcast. Yeah. You know, uh, I have always said that one of the things I specialize in is telling the stories of the everyday man. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. not, I mean, yeah, would I like to interview a big name person? Would I like to interview Ken Gerhard? Yes. Have I interviewed Nick Redfern on my podcast? I have. <laughs> you know, um, but I also like to talk to Joe Blow, who isn't trying to hawk a book or a DVD or my latest documentary or TV show or anything like that, who just had some encounter that he needs to get off his chest. He wants to tell it. He's looking for answers. He doesn't know what the hell he saw or what the hell happened to him. That's who I really love to interview because those people are just so not, not, not that the famous people aren't genuine, but the everyday man who just has that story to tell with nothing to gain other than I just want to get my story out there. Those are the people that are the most relatable, in my yep. opinion. Now, some of them, dude, are way off the effing deep end, like super weird. And you're like, uh, I can't wait for this interview to be over with so I can get as far away from you as possible. You know, and the, it, and it runs the gamut from that all the way to there's people that's like, Dude, I want to go hang out with you and experience what you experienced, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I love talking to people like that, and I'm I'm hoping I can uh, make some connections. I was gonna bring I was gonna bring my freaking business cards, and I left them sitting on the dresser at my house. I just remembered that. I see. Yeah, so there's that. Yeah. Damn I, it. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure there will be, you know, some people that. I'm sure we've seen a couple of them already. Yeah, I, I think we've, we've seen. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that I want to interview those two. To, but what, to what extent they yeah. uh, they are participating? That that is the question. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, th- I think you're right. You're right. Yeah. So, what about you? What are you looking to get out of this? Yeah, I'm definitely looking to um, understand more about the phenomena. Mm-hmm. I've. <clears throat> I feel like right. I feel like Sasquatch takes up like so much eighty percent. Yeah, so much of the cryptid discussion when it's so much more vast than that and so much more interesting. But that's why I'm glad they said the dog man exactly. and other cryptids. I'm that's sure what, we're gonna. That's what caught my attention. Yeah, I'm sure we're gonna have our share of 
Sasquatch stories through this, but naturally. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I'm I'm with you. I think I think it's too much is too much emphasis is placed. Yeah, on that. Yeah, and I'm looking I'm looking to hear just some like possible explanations for Dogman. Yeah, because like, and tell me tell me what you think about this. But Sasquatch, right? Very human like, like upright looks like a human in the walks, face yeah walks like a human face very similar to a human okay yeah dog man mm. sort of like a hybrid right yeah not um more dog than man more exactly yeah it's kind of what i'm saying more animal than man mm-hmm. and it's just i want to i want to hear some explanations as to what people think dog man is because you know you with with sasquatch you have like the whole like um, I don't know, sort of like lost genealogical. Yeah, is humanoid. he the missing link? Yeah, is it the missing link? Um, you know, was there some distant ancestor that you know just got lost or started mm-hmm. getting killed out, and now there's like there's been like breeding populations in the yeah, deep yeah. woods and what like. But Dogman, I mean, I I, I don't really have uh, explanation that I can remember off the top hmm. of my head. So. Do you think Dogman is more like, uh, like werewolf type? I mean, you think like there's a, there's dudes out there who like, can turn into these Dogmen, or you think it's just a creature all into itself? Um, I, the creature all to itself is my first is my like go to. That's okay. that's what I think. But the because the the metamorphosis part is just like trying to play how that would go in my head just sounds really painful. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah, like uh yeah, just like, you know, what like what would that entail? Like breaking your bones and like totally reforming your skeletal system and totally reforming yeah, exactly. And uh yeah, I mean, and there's there's some Skinwalker lore that like mm-hmm. that like if certain rituals that are known to the Skinwalkers that like if you put on animal pelts like it somehow transforms your body in mm-hmm. some way or shape or form. Um, so there is that information out there, but yeah, I'm so hopefully I want to I want to hear some more explanation yeah. on possible. I'm kind of I'm kind of with you. I, yeah. I, I think that the dogman is more of a creature unto itself versus somebody that changes you know into a werewolf. I mean because the dogman is the American werewolf if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah it know? does because I mean the werewolf lore comes from France mostly mm-hmm. I think at least I think the western correct. the yeah. western perspective yeah. So, you know, if you if you believe in werewolves, and I don't know what your opinion on werewolves are, but if you believe in werewolves, well, then a werewolf is a man or a woman, a human being that transforms into a wolf, okay? By the lie of the full moon or at will, depends on what kind of version of, you know, the legend that you, uh, you subscribe to. So, if you believe in a werewolf phenomenon, then... In my opinion, you also must believe that the dog man is of a similar phenomenon. Yeah, I would you know, agree with that. Yeah. Um, but I think that if you look at the two side by side, there are a lot of similarities. You can't deny it. Yep. But there's also 
enough differences to make the dog man phenomenon a, a, it's a creature unto itself yes yes it's not i don't we can say it's the american werewolf but it's not really a werewolf it looks like a werewolf it may be maybe instead of dog man maybe we should say you know wolf man but yeah, that, Wolfman. that's already that you know been coined yeah, so yeah you know thanks to universal studios you know True, Which true. is another excellent werewolf another movie, by the way. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, Dogman, I think is is probably some sort of creature that is yet to be quote unquote discovered by science, kind of like Sasquatch. There's, yeah. There's a <clears throat> excuse me. There's enough evidence out there. Enough people have seen Dogman. All over the country to say there's something to it, because <clears throat> the it's like Sasquatch. Their descriptions are all very similar. Yep, yep. yep. And even pictures that you have supposedly seen of Dog Man, whether you think they're legitimate or not, I don't know. The pictures are very similar. You know, uh, you, I've seen you know thanks to Linda S. Godfrey and her, her sketching and stuff like that. Sketches of Dog Man that have, I have seen exactly. all look very similar. Yep, they do. And these are by people from different areas of the country who don't know each other, have never been in contact with yep. one another. Yep. So there's got to be something to it. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> now I don't think we're going to get down to the bottom of this tomorrow. No, no, no. But <laughs> it would be nice. It would be nice. <clears throat> yes, it would be nice um, to get. Yeah, to get some get some explanations and just you know increase knowledge, like you said about yeah. other about other mm-hmm. cryptids. Yeah. yeah, and plus, it's always I mean, stuff like this is not quote unquote mainstream, but there's enough people who are into this kind of thing. I mean, just based upon what the clerk said that checked us in a while ago, uh, the hotel is full of people coming for this convent this conference tomorrow, and this. Is not really that small of a hotel. This is it's a big. It's a big. It's spot. a pretty big hotel. Yeah, yeah. So if there are that many people here to see to 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 come to this conference tomorrow, then there's enough people out there to like. I mean, like we're kind of on the fringes, but it's nice to be amongst other people who have the same interest, who either wholeheartedly you're because you like i say you've never been to one of these before so you're gonna there's it's full of weirdos okay i'm not gonna i mean it's i mean oh, we're weird we're here okay exactly <laughs> you know but i think if you were to take the snapshot of the your run-of-the-mill weirdo and compare us to it i think we're more towards the normal side uh, we lean a little more bit more towards, towards normal yeah, yeah yeah um there's gonna be some really straight up 100 percent weirdos here who are 1000 percent convinced that the dog man is real and they have their own opinions it's you know interdimensional being it comes from a ufo it's a government experiment it's blah 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 you know there are going to be those people there all the way up to there's going to be people like us who are like there's something to this but you know point me in the right direction i'm good you know i either way it's either real or it's not i want more evidence i want to know more about it everything in between and it's nice to hang out with people on both ends of the spectrum yes, so you can yes. get because even the ones that are way out in the left field who have these super weird explanations and all this other sorts of stuff you can learn some stuff from them because sometimes they make sense with some of the things that they say and you're like i never thought of that yeah exactly you that's know? a great point that's a great point yeah. 
Um, also, I, I just this just popped in my head, but um, I've never I've never heard anyone. Well, I've heard one guy I met in a coffee shop tell me that he um, was visited by a UFO when he was like eight years old, and mm-hmm. then from then on he had been seeing like Jesus in the mirrors oh. and stuff like that. So that's my only like. Why does it always have to be Jesus? I know it. It's always it always yeah. It's always ends up Jesus or the devil. Or I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It must be that archetype, I guess. Yeah. Um, but that's the only thing I've ever heard in person. So I am excited to hear some people talk about their experiences, yeah. like literally right in front of me, and not you know like through a podcast yeah. or something. Well, through my many years of doing this podcast and and some of the friends that I've made in circles that I've traveled in, I have met some really way out there people and um i'm friends with some people who have just the most bizarre theories about stuff and you know i I look at them and i'm like you're going off the deep end you know and then there's there's people who have like i'm i'm um i'm not gonna say i'm best friends with but i am pretty decent friends with this guy uh, his name's uh brett oldham who is a ufo abductee and claims that he has been abducted from childhood all the way up you know continues to this day and that he has uh, been part of an alien breeding program and has produced offspring and blah 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 and he's written a few books he he was um featured on uh an episode of Ancient Aliens. He had an episode on there. Uh, the very uh, no one. The, I don't think it was the very first. I can't remember. It might have been the the very first. Nope. No, it was the the like the second or third Ancient Alien Con thing that they had. He was a panelist on one of their things. Um, wow. Yeah. Um, so he's you know he he's. Doesn't run in the same circles as say like Sucralos or for sure. Or so, but but I mean he's he's kind of and um, I was he's he's not unknown. Let me put yeah. it that way. Um, but you've heard his story and all that. Oh, I've hung yeah. out with him. Yeah, 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 yeah. He used to he used to live in the Nashville area. Oh wow, okay. Yeah, I used to hang out with him and his his now ex wife. Gotcha. Um, so he has just some really just odd, um stories to tell and 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 everything you're like oh my god i don't know yeah (laughs) i don't know about this but he whether these things actually happened or not he genuinely believes that they did yeah so who am i to say that they they didn't and other than that he's a perfectly normal dude yeah you You wouldn't you would never know yeah i mean he doesn't walk around with a tinfoil hat on or have you know like aliens abducted me you know bumper sticker on his car or anything like that he's a he's a normal dude but he just had these experiences and whether they actually happened or not only he knows but he genuinely believes that they did and i'm not going to say they didn't yeah you know yeah you gotta know you have no idea yeah yeah exactly but he's a he's a very different guy Mm -hmm. you know unique to talk to yeah for sure yeah yeah. Um, we what's interesting about um, what's interesting about uh, Linda Godfrey's book is just like the range of locations. 
all over all over like there's there are some hot spots um obviously beast of bray road is yeah. in wisconsin. wisconsin yeah so wisconsin has all highlights there's a few encounters in tennessee um mm-hmm. they go all the way to like alabama texas mm-hmm. um so it's really yeah it, it's i'm waiting for someone to have a uh dog man encounter in wisconsin where the dog man's running through the field with the cheese head hat on its that, head yes that would be a legendary that would, that one would be awesome yeah i would like that i think we could probably chalk that one up as fake but you never know i mean they may be a packers fan it the could be dog man could be sitting in his cave somewhere yeah just watching with a bears. stolen yeah, hd tv <laughs> yeah just watching bears panels. packer yep. yeah just uh yeah just wired up yep. just just ready yep. to go yep yeah just a fresh kill just yep. sitting just right like next a, like, to him yeah I, like a little three-year-old kid that he snatched out of some person's car. Yeah, you know? exactly. That's the that's the game day appetizer. Yeah, yeah. Got all of his dog man and Sasquatch friends and shit. Can only imagine awesome. what he what he uh, can only imagine what he kills for a Packers Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, man. No telling. I'd love I'd love to attend that party. Be like, hey, man. I got some pizza rolls. <laughs> yeah. Come with a uh, with the Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut pizza. Oh, can't out Pizza yeah. the Hut. Can't can't do it, man. No, but seriously, uh, Linda Godfrey is the godmother of Dogman, and there are some awesome stories that she tells in that book. Uh, and you're right; it's all over the. I mean, everywhere. There's like in all corners of the United States, there are Dogman encounters. Yep. And I was telling you about one that I. I'm not sure if I'm remembering it correctly because it's been so long since I read the book. And it seemed like there was something about a dog man outside of a hospital or a psychiatric hospital or something like that mm-hmm. on some mound that was like a Indian burial mound or something like that. Yeah, that was interesting just really freaky. Mm-hmm. And in the book, I believe that she makes a lot of connections between dog men and the Native American um burial mounds i I believe yeah there's um which is very interesting because could this be like this goes harkens back to what i was saying earlier is that dog man is the american werewolf that makes who who is more american than the native americans yeah and i mean yeah the original inhabitants yeah so so. the fact that dog man might be connected somehow to our indigenous uh, population here in the states is not a far stretch to me yeah she yeah you know you're right she has a chapter in here called the native american connection and then the case for the indigenous dog man mm-hmm. so um yeah and then she she goes all the way back to the beast of gebedon which is oh wow that is super old like 1700s yeah. right um or is it yeah, late 17 uh which is france the infamous infamous case mm-hmm. in france where i believe they even sent in like the art like they were had like a military presence because people were getting killed yeah 1765 yep damn i'm good yeah nice job nice Thank job you. pat myself on the back good job good job <laughs> right before the french revolution <laughs> let them eat cake <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know that's a myth it is a myth, yes. She didn't really yeah, she never she really said that. Did not said that. Yeah. Yeah. Um well cool. You got anything else? 
depends on what you mean by I mean, yeah, else. we. I, I'm. <laughs> we're only at forty five minutes here, so I was. I was trying to get like an hour in. So yeah, whatever. I do have something. I yeah, have. A, I have a surprise for you. Oh, you have a surprise for me? Yeah, kind of. Kind of. Oh, sort of. I'm okay. gonna sit this down right here. I was gonna say we already ate the bugles. Yeah. Oh no, there's still like three quarters of the bag. <laughs> Kidding? That's a family size bag. So, because we're at a oh, print nice. convention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because you, like me, are into conspiracy theories, I have conspiracy theory travel edition. Were you telling me about this, or is this something new? Uh, I was probably telling you I about it. I think you were telling me about this. I have yeah. the actual yes. game as yes, well. Yes, that's right. But this is the travel edition. Ah, right I see, here. I see. So, <clears throat> let me ask you Let's do it. a couple of questions to test mm. your conspiracy theory knowledge. Oh, and boy. then later on, we will actually play this game and yes. I will whip your young ass <laughs> in this game. Okay. So, <clears throat> are you ready? First yes. question. Yes. In his attempts to locate. The Morgellon death worm, or the, excuse me, the Mongolian death worm. Ah, yeah. I don't have my glasses on. I'm no, sorry, I'm old. Okay, I'll start over. In okay. his attempts to locate the Mongolian death worm, Ivan McCurley used a thumper device that was inspired by what science fiction story? You should get this. A, Tremors. B, Men in Black. C, Dune. Or D, Bermuda tentacles. I'll repeat those if you oh need me boy. to. Um, man. There are people out there right now listening to this, just yelling. Yeah, yeah this I, at I, their I computer. Honestly, I don't know this one, but I'm gonna go with. Um, uh, man. I, can we give the answers again? You want to give me your choices? Yeah, give me, give me one more time. A. Trimmers. Yep. B. Men in Black. C. Dune. Or D Bermuda tentacles. Oh boy, ah uh, man, I, I'm gonna go with Men in Black. You suck. It's Dune. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. I haven't seen the movie either. Either one of them? No, unfortunately not. <laughs> La- ladies and gentlemen, we have to end this podcast right. Is now. that a conspiracy? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Question number two. Okay. You're, you're you're zero for one. Oh, I'm zero for one. Yeah. So far, you're sucking. Okay. Question number two. What resource in the Bermuda Triangle is jointly controlled by both the Draconian and Zeta Regellans? Not Zeta Reticulans, but Zeta Regellans alien races. The Draconian and Zeta Regellans alien races control this resource in the Bermuda Triangle. Is it A, the Falcon Wormhole, B, the Phoenix Stargate, C, the Crystal Pyramid, or D, the Atlantean Road. Uh, if man. you get this, I will be shocked because I, I don't even know the answer. I to this was going to say this, man. This, this, that. This is hot out of the gate. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna go with the Phoenix. Nope. No, it's the Falcon Wormhole. I I, I've never heard of that. I, I will. I will. I mean, I've that heard of I've the alien heard. races, but I've not heard of them operating or yeah. jointly owning a wormhole. Yeah, yeah. I, that's yeah. all right. Third question. Okay. 
In the early 1900s, what doctor had 18 patients starved to death while undergoing her scientific fasting alternative medicine treatment? <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Okay. These names are great. A, Dr. Danger. B, Dr. Hazard. D, Dr. Peril. Or, excuse me, C, Dr. Peril. Or D, Dr. Menace. So it's Dr. Danger, Dr. Hazard, Dr. Peril, or Dr. Menace. Those names are killing me. Damn. Uh, Wow. Wow, wow, wow. I'm going to go with Dr. Danger. Wrong. Dr. Hazard, you're 0 for 3. Oh, my God. Okay. Wait, wait, hold on a second. Hold on. What game is this? This is conspiracy theory. Oh, my goodness. This is conspiracy theory game. Okay. Well, I, I, I have some things to look up now. Yeah, I have exactly. literally no idea you know, about you know, any three what's, of what's really super cool is you yeah. see on the card there's a QR reader right there. Yeah. Is that what you, it takes you to? Yeah. Oh, it takes you to wow. more info. That's yeah. huge. That's I know. huge. Okay. All right. Last question here. Okay. Right. Okay. You can redeem yourself if you answer this question correctly. Okay. You will, you will still be a loser, just not as big of a it's loser. It's not as big okay. of a loser. Okay, I'm done. What creature rumored to live deep in the Rocky Mountains was said to have swallowed entire parties of mountaineers in a single bite? So this is a big creature. Yeah, big guy. A, the slide rock bolter. B, the jackalope. D, the shunka Warrican. Did I say D? You, said, you C. meant C. Yeah. I meant C. I've been. That's twice I've done that. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, I'm dyslexic now. <laughs> okay, we'll start over. A. The slide rock bolter. B. The jackalope. C. The shunkra warrican. Or D. The thunderbird. The slide rock bolter. The jackalope. The shunkra warrican. Or the thunderbird. A creature rumored to live deep in the Rocky Mountains. I know the Thunderbird is a Western cryptid, but I think it's more than a desert, from what I can remember. Good, good, good deductive reasoning. Okay, so I'm like where I, you're I headed with this. I'm so gonna cross that one out. The jackalope, from what I can remember, is not big enough to swallow humans. Nor is it real. So there's that. Yeah, that's true. Um, I dropped the card under the chair. Keep going. Okay, um, I'm probably gonna go with the. The C, the Shunko Warrican. Once, <laughs> once we get the card back. No, it's the Slide Rock Bolter. Oh my god! Oh. I've never even heard of that one. What is? This? I've never heard of that one either. Damn. They Damn. dived. That's the one thing I like about this game yeah. is that they dive really deep into some conspiracy theory. Some no, of them I do are appreciate like, that. Yeah, some yeah. of them are like you know, like in your face. You should know this. You know, everybody knows of this course. one. And then some of them are like some of these. It's like what the f Damn. is this? I have never heard of this. So. It's really good uh, way to get topics and research. Yeah, that's a great point. Any, yeah. So, yeah. So, there you go. O for 4. You, you want me to read you a couple? Oh, sure. Let's see okay. how bad I can do. Yeah, let's see. Okay, let's so, see uh, read, them from, from the, start, yeah. Yeah, read them from that side since I've placed yeah. the card. Other pile. Okay. Card one. Oh, God. I'm going to suck, too. I know it. Where did U.S. President Richard Nixon hide a time capsule containing alien documentation of alien contact? Ooh. A, in the Watergate Hotel. B, in the White House. C, at Camp David. D, at Area 51. I'm going to say Camp David. 
wrong. Ah. Apparently, he didn't get too creative and just kept it in the White House. Oh, that was, that was going to be the first thing I said, but I was like, no, that's too obvious. Too obvious, yeah. Okay. On May 18th, 2016, mm-hmm. 80 children in Peru were hospitalized for suffering from what condition? A, mass demonic possession. B, Morgellon syndrome. C, spontaneous, uncontrollable laughter, or D, senioritis? Senioritis? What was the first one? A, was mass demonic possession. It wasn't Morgellons disease, and it wasn't senioritis. I think that's made up. It was either uncontrollable laughter... Mm. or demonic possession. I'm just going to go with the obvious demonic possession. You are correct. Yes. <laughs> yeah, mass demonic possession. I've not I've not heard of that case, but... I, I vaguely, uh, I think maybe I remember a little bit of something yeah. about yeah, it, yeah. but I'm not sure. Okay, question three. What 3,000-year-old Egyptian artifact did Eric Von Doniken propose was an internal flywheel of an ancient spaceship's hyperdrive system. A, the Wheel of Ra. B, I never pronounced this one right. <laughs> B, the Antikythera. It's that one. Antikythera mechanism. It's that one. C. I'm going gonna, I'm st- I'm gonna to stick with B. I'm going to stick with B. <laughs> You're going to stick with B? Yeah, I'm probably wrong, but I'm sticking with B. That would be incorrect. Okay. It's I should have sh- let you finish. Yeah. <laughs> it is the schist disc. The schist disc. Never heard of the schist disc. Okay. Yeah, say that fast three times. Seriously. Okay, one more here. Um, what is the largest number of people that vanished in a single incident in the oh Bermuda God. Triangle? Oh, God. I don't know this one. 23, A, B, 89, C, 309, or D, 1,278? I'm just going to go with C, 309. You would be correct. Yes. <laughs> two for two. So I'm nice twice job. as smart as you twice when it as comes smart to conspiracy you. theories. Yes. Twice as smart as me and twice as old as <laughs> twice me. Twice <laughs> as old, yeah. Uh, do the initials F and U Ring a bell to you. They do. That's probably it's been two two old jokes I've made, so I probably deserve that. Yes, you do. Yes, yes. Uh, that's a good. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to play. Oh that. yeah, for yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. man. Nice, for sure. nice. Um, well, good stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm anxious to get into this uh, conference tomorrow. Yeah, and very uh, you know, you know, we'll have to do a follow up. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to do a... After yes. the convention, we'll have to get together. Yeah, we'll have to get Because this the, was the pre-convention. Yes. Maybe I can sneak in some, like, during the convention stuff. Yeah, like a... Because I brought my clandestine microphone. You did, yeah. yeah That's like a cool little, cool little gadget. I like that. Yeah, thanks, yeah. thanks. Yes. Bluetooth. Nice. Technically, I could, like, go up to one of the lecturers and clip it on his... His lapel. <laughs> just get the whole lecture in. And get the whole lecture. Yeah, I can, yeah. You know, but I'm not. I'm not going to do that. No. I'm sure that well, I don't. We don't want to get kicked out. Somebody would piss. Get pissed off. Yeah. I mean, if you get kicked out, I'm going to deny that I know you. Well, so that as I just, well, you should. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Because if I were you, I'd do the same. I don't know who this best. Yeah, I don't know is. who this yeah. crazy guy yeah. is. Yeah. Kick yeah, him yeah. out. Go. Take him. Yeah. 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 No, we'll do a, a debrief in the in the bunker for sure. 
For sure, yeah. for sure. You know, it, I haven't done a podcast in a couple of months. Yeah, I saw that. And, yeah, uh, I mean, you've been busy. I, I've been I've been doing other stuff, but I, yeah. I, I, doing this with you has really made me realize how oh, yeah. much I miss. I've been because I've been missing it really, like the last several weeks. I've been God. I really I really miss doing it. I just uh, have had so much going on right now. I had to take a little unscheduled break. Yeah, but this has definitely uh, got the juices flowing in. Like I got to get back into it. So the very first thing we're going to do is we're going to go into the secret bunker. Yes, and we're going to record a post convention episode where Eric and I will break down. The first annual paranormal roundtable dogman and cryptic crypt, cryptid convention yes. conference. Crypticon, yeah. Yeah. Whatever, yeah. And Dogman uh, Crypticon, yeah. yeah. Oh, you know, I was gonna tell you yeah, there yeah. is uh, a convention that's been going on for several years that I have been trying to get to, but I just can't do it. It's uh it's also no, this is in uh, Kentucky. I think uh, around the Lexington area, so it's a little bit further of a drive, okay. but it is actually called Cryptid Con. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So I've been trying to go to that for several years, and I never have been able to arrange it. Uh, I'm down. I'm down for Cryptid Con. Yeah, we know that's that's definitely got to be next on our list. They usually have one or two people from the uh, Finding Sasquatch. Oh yeah, show yeah. There, you know. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm definitely I'm definitely going to that this year. I'm not even going to ask for permission from my wife. I'm just going to tell her I wear the pants in the family. <laughs> I'm the man. This I'm is what going. we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, your wife is um, your wife is kind of partying without you tonight. Yeah, she's she and her uh, secret lover are going to the uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Damn. Uh, show in Nashville. That that's I mean that's going to be an incredible show. But it's not freaking Dogman Conference. It is not. I no. mean, how can you even compare? I mean, the th- honest, there's no comparing the two. No, there's it's not. Like no, no, no. Apples I mean, and oranges. And yeah. I mean, no, but truth be told, if I had my choice, Dogman 100% of the time. Absolutely. 100% Absolutely. You scared me there for a second. I thought you were going to go with Chili Pepper. I was oh, going to no, no, be no, like, no, no, no. get out. I paid for this room. You're you're kicked out. I'll be sleeping in Sleep the car. Sleep in the car. That's right. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we're we're definitely are gonna do get together in a secret bunker yes. ASAP after this convention's over with, and we're gonna record um, a comeback episode for me. Hell yeah! Our our I guess break it down what we liked, what we disliked. Yeah. The- Hopefully, I can get a little uh, seriously can can talk to a couple of people and get what I call street interviews is like five minute little snippets of yeah of just a little yeah. yeah that's why i brought my microphone if anything just like why are you here you know yeah yeah have you had, yeah, you, I'm, yeah i'm i'm waiting for i know there's going to be people that have had some sort of for sure thing and that's why i was bringing my business cards but i always forget my damn business cards yeah but should yeah get, get I won't. Used to it. business cards are a strange thing it's, it's i just feel like it's not i don't know it's not natural well, you know, it, you can do these uh, virtual business cards yeah, now. Yeah, that's right. You know, yeah. and I, I've been meaning to do it. I just haven't. Yeah. Um, yeah, I should really do that because I always forget my business cards. Mm. And that way if I have it on my phone, it's like, oh, here, click. Yeah. You know? Here's a QR code. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, great stuff, man. Yeah, we'll, stuff. we'll definitely look at I'm going to CryptidCon this year. I'm doing it. Yeah, uh, if you want to go, we'll, have, yeah, we'll, we'll talk check about the, it. Check out the schedule and we'll talk about it. But yeah, that'd be All awesome. Right. That'd be awesome. Okay, good stuff. Um, we got over an hour. Woot, woot. Yeah, we got it. Yeah, we did. One of the longest episodes I've done, honestly. Sweet. Um, good stuff. Um, you want to plug socials real quick? Socials, yeah, yeah. sure. So um, 
My podcast is called Para Reality. You can find it just about anywhere you get your podcasts. Um, Apple Podcasts. I started to say iTunes, but there's not. Same. Yeah. Uh, so Apple Podcasts. Uh, you can get it on Google Play. Um, those are probably about Stitcher. Um, just like I said, anywhere you get your your podcast, I am there. Uh, you can follow me on my social media. You can go to uh, uh, on my Facebook page. There's the official Para Reality Facebook page. Just go to Facebook, look for Para Reality. It's P A R A R E A L I T Y. Or you can follow me on Twitter or Instagram. Both of those accounts are under the same Para Real Radio. That's Para Real Radio. And if you want to get in touch with me, if you guys uh, you had an experience, you want to talk about it on the show, you want to, uh, you got an idea for a topic, hey, send me an email, sandman at parareality.com, or you can always call and leave a message on my studio line. If you want to call in and say, hey, you suck, or whatever, or I love your show, or I've had this experience, let me tell you about it, 615-692-1170, that's a direct line to the secret bunker where I host para reality so those are all the ways you can get in touch with me follow me on my socials slide into my dms on uh dm yeah slide right into those dms on twitter and uh instagram especially you know you want to talk about some weird stuff yes love weird stuff yeah um cool you can find the world we live in podcast um at the world we live in podcast on instagram world we live pod on twitter uh, email at worldwelivinpodcast at gmail.com. And, uh, yeah, catch us on Apple, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts. Those are probably my big three. And, um, yeah, and then Facebook as well, uh, The World We Live In Podcast. Yeah. Um, trying to get more Facebook traffic. There you go. I did, like, a little boost post yeah, yeah yeah for like seven days was like 10 bucks it actually it actually did it, stuff yeah, yeah yeah no it actually works it's, it yeah i've done several i haven't done it in a while but i've done done several of those and it works it, it worked pretty good yeah i got some followers so yeah man i did it uh one time i did um back when uh the george george floyd thing was was real i did this um podcast about how um people were saying that the whole thing was fake and done by crisis actors and everything. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and I did a Facebook boost post on that to try to drive some people who might not listen to the podcast. And boy, did I get a lot of really, really horrible comments on that because people automatically thought that I was saying, of course, they did that it yeah. was a crisis actor thing and that it wasn't real i'm like no you don't you gotta you didn't even read the advertisement yeah. you didn't even listen to the podcast i'm not saying that i'm not saying that at all that's crazy and it was just a show about the conspiracy theories behind the george floyd debacle you know and wow that just shows you how much people don't care about actually reading material they don't give two shits nope about nope. they have they're like oh this dude is an asshole exactly black lives matter and blah 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 dude i got like straight up like 
almost death threats because of that. And I had to literally like say, like, you don't even get it. That's not what I'm, I never said. It, all the things that you're accusing me of, I never said. That's nuts. Never said. That's nuts. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, so be careful <laughs> how what you promote and how you promote it. Yeah, I'm just exactly. going to give you that piece of advice because it can turn out B-A-D bad. Very true. I know, man. The internet. Sometimes the internet is amazing and great and a great way to promote, but it's sometimes yeah. it just it just sucks and yeah, people suck. I know. Yeah. I oftentimes wonder if uh, Mark Zuckerberg and and his people that helped him create Facebook, I wonder if they would still knowing what Facebook has turned into, if they knew you know then what they know now, I wonder if they would still have gone ahead and done it. Because I mean, it's gotten so out of control. I know the, they, have the no, lure, they have no control. The lure of billions of dollars, I'm sure, plays a part in that, and they would probably still say "fuck it" because I'm going to be a billionaire. Yeah, you yeah. know. But yeah, you're right. There's they literally have no. The only way to control Facebook is to shut it down completely. Yep. And they're not going to do that. No way. No way. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it's, the issue issue I have is everything's become a news site. Every every place people think they have like the best take and especially all the blue check marks and everyone's like, Oh, this happened, like the there's too much news. It, Twitter is nowhere near what it once was and yeah, for the most part it sucks, yeah. but I had hopes when Elon Musk was gonna buy Twitter that oh man, it'll <laughs> he'll go in yeah. there and clean house no no. No. I and think, then I was scared, oh shit, he, maybe he's gonna shut it down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, but, there would be riots in the streets yeah, if he be. shut that there shit down. There would be. There would be. Yeah. All right. Good talk, man. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, everyone take care. Be safe. And we'll talk to you next time. Periality.com. Woo. <laughs> Peace. Peace.